All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Angry Fans Anime Edition. I'm your host, Afro, and with me, I got my boy, Silky Pesos. How you doing tonight, man? Doing good, yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. We're going to jump right into it, man. You know, Netflix has just been killing the game right now. We're going to do a few reviews and then talk about other things that are going on in the world of Netflix and anime entertainment. They're just doing it all right now. But first things first, we're going to jump right into one of the hottest shows on TV. It's one of my favorite that just recently ended, and we're going to talk about Jupiter's Legacy. What did you think about this, man, when you watched this? What what was going through your head? Um, I walked into it. I've only seen one trailer. Uh, a couple of people told me that they liked it. I checked it out. I was hooked. Uh, I thought it was, uh, it was really nice to see uh, another rated R superhero show and it not be the same ones we always see because keep getting shows as regular heroes we all know about, but nobody's making any new content of new heroes and new stories. So that was real dope to see the situations that they get themselves in. Like, we can't kill anybody. We send them in a lockup prison. But if you do kill somebody, they, there's repercussions for that stuff. Yeah, but no, I'm not going to lie. I, I, especially after, like, our last video together, we talked about, you know, Invincible. And that was yeah. the animation. So yep. to see this, there was kind of some similarities, you yeah, know, yeah. with Omni Man and then the Sun Invincible, and then you have the Utopian, Utopian. and then the Sun the Paragon, um, yeah. which fucking I thought they did such a great job with character development and like you know going you know the flashbacks and you know how it played out in the end, and then the cliffhanger at the end. Oh man, you know there's just so much. And I know we were talking before the show, and you said there was just. You, you already knew in your head that there was a cliffhanger to watch out for. And you said that there's just so many different things. And you're like, what cliffhanger? Because there's so many. Even the ending cliffhanger wasn't like, it it, kind of, it wasn't the twist because everybody, I'm pretty sure, went into the show like like looking at that that hero. Uh, I'll say, I'll say uh, Walt, like looking at him like, yo, kind of he walks around sketchy and he just, He's a mind reader, so I mean, I, I had the vibes from him, and then the whole thing kept playing out, and I was just like, okay, maybe it's not him, and then they was just like, boom, it was me all along, and I was just like, <laughs> I, I was like, I expected that from the beginning, but it changed my mind through the show because of how connected he was with his brother, the Utopian, and how, like a lot of, like as soon as I saw um, George Skyfox. Like I was like, oh, it's pompous asshole. And the, but then he ended up being one of my favorite characters because George was one hands down one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he and was like you get so to find out his son. You get to see yeah. his son, and like his son was one of my favorite characters as well. And then he's yep, he's putting in work yeah, on the daughter. Let's just yeah. say that. <laughs> Bro, it's so dope because now he's got his own like supergirl. Like he like oh, his yo, whole at the very end when he got caught in that bank and he couldn't yo, they took his the oxygen. And I was like, yo, they thought of everything. Like, I was like, how is this dude ever going to get caught? He's a G. And if he wants to kill somebody, yo, when he killed the big boss, when he uses, yo, (laughs) shark infested waters. What'd you do? Uh, I said it. (laughs) So, what do you want to do about it? And dude was just like, all right, well, I know where I'm beat. So, uh, let's buy guns and I'm going to, I'm going to go home to my wife. And the kids, like, he straight up let him go, which I thought was dope because I didn't think that. He was going to go that route. And at the same time, I didn't think he was going to be a main character. But I like how they gave that episode and then they did a backwards episode for the daughter to where she meets up with the van. And then, like, she meets him. 
And then yeah, she no, takes- that was really cool how bro. we got to see all that play out 100%. Bro, you know, when she about- threw that car. I was mad for her, bro. When she threw that car, it's just like, yeah, I, don't give a I was fuck. just like talking that. I was like talking that nonsense. And then she picked the car up and I was like, oh, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her. <laughs> and she straight up threw it over her. And I was oh, just you like, you wanted her to kill her. Dude, because this girl, this girl is a wreck, bro. Did you know how much cocaine she probably consumes in a night as a super, as a superhuman person? Dude, she didn't even question what the stuff was in that blue bag. Bro, she was just matter like, fact, that stardust shit she was man. sniffing, we didn't even learn what that was. It was we have no shit, idea. apparently. She called her best friends and they called their best friends. Her landlord showed that was some funny shit. Yo, that was one of my favorite scenes on when she destroyed <laughs> the wall because she threw it. She threw the dude through it. That was funny. Can you take a punch? And then all of a sudden the landlord shows up like you destroyed the wall? Like you're gonna pay for this. And then she just like I forgot her friend's name. I think it was Katie yeah. or something. It was a girl who died. Yeah. Um, but she no, just no, puts no, it that back together. That was a different person, the girl who uh the girl who died and does that weird stuff, her power, I don't think her power was reversing things like that. It was just another chick who was a part of that group. Okay. Because when she came in the bathroom, I was trying to figure it out. Like, I'm like, is that her? No, it's not her because it, they, like I had, I would, I think, I think it's not her. I re- I went and rewound, uh, rewound it. I was like, well, what else can she do? Walk through walls. Like, yeah, no, that, was, that shit was dope. But, yo, know, what's crazy was, the decisions, the young, it was like watching Justice League and the young justice, like Justice League trying to hand the mantle on to the next heroes, but the next heroes are like, bro, we can't kill people and these dudes are killing us and we're losing faith in your way. I was like, bro, they're touching the issues, <laughs> the issues here for superheroes because like, I thought the mom killed that dude because <laughs> I was about to be like, he's going to come back from trying to stop a comet and the mom killed one and she's like, go, bro. Like these kids are getting killed and they're burying them. Oh, facts, bro. And uh, I thought that was a cool dynamic because they never show that. Like, you see that sometimes in comic books and manga, yep. but you don't ever see that on American on TV or television and, shows. And the heroes. fact that we actually get to see the superheroes finally question it because even as a kid growing up or a teenager, like, I'm reading, like, yo, these dudes could just one punch this motherfucker and yep. it's over. Batman so, was the only one running around saying, Well, I don't kill. Everybody else was just like, I mean, if it comes down to it, and I gotta. You know, <laughs> but like Batman was the only one who like if he accidentally had to shoot a gun or or actually use one and he 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 falls to peace. He's like, oh Superman too. Superman was like that, but then you've had plenty of uh comic shows, different scenarios of Superman mind control, Superman this, like he'll fuck shit up, but he's supposed to be the purest of Boy Scout. So it's kind of crazy. Like they did uh Man of Steel and he had to snap Zod's neck. So when and, superheroes have to make those decisions. It's real it's real dope that Jupiter's legacy did this because they didn't really touch more into like the consequences for the sun because like the family was like stay at home. <laughs> like house arrest. Well I mean is there really any consequences as you saw like you know not only did if the police did, congratulate him and say he did yeah. a good job like the like the regular civilians all thought he did his good job. The only person who's really upset with it was his pops. Yeah. Because uh, nobody will believe into his controlled society anymore. Yeah. The, ut- the utopian therapist was one of his greatest nemesis, and he just go see him anytime he wants. I'm like, do you even pay a therapist fee to go see a convict who you put in jail and just vent your problems? That was that was pretty funny because I walked away dope. from that like, and I was just thinking like, this guy is just he's so out of it he's not even thinking about what he's really doing like he's so yeah. stuck on the code he's not yep. seeing all the fucked up shit he's doing 
like who the fuck goes to see not only their arch nemesis the guy who tried to kill him almost every day of his life but he goes to visit a convicted prisoner to go speak his mind (laughs) and his reason for it was like oh well you know me better than anybody else i hope we do get a backstory i want to see flashbacks of that guy and like him really like you know trying to kill i want to say omni man i keep wanting to say omni man but i know it's the utopian yeah well it was pretty dope how they like portrayed the utopian because he's an old man with long like because he would I wonder what they'll do if they do a season two, just to see if they'll maybe kill off the Utopian because, they, like, I just don't see him going that far in the show because he's so. Dude, he almost let his son die again. I don't. <laughs> first of all, I, you saw his eyes light up, so I I, I, I believe him when How he said I wasn't take... gonna let you die. You saw Yo, his bro, eyes light bro, up, but his bro, son. His didn't... eyes lit up. It took like what ten seconds for the like, bro. He was thinking about. I'm like, Yo, bro, you had to think about saving your kid <laughs> no i agree with you like if i was in that situation and like I, i'm a huge so I paragon i would have like, thought it would have just probably went off but as like, soon as i saw he, the paragon jump up and just donkey kong punch this man into the ground and his face was gone i was like fucking yes let's yeah, go like that's that was that. sick that's like a good, that's a dope ending. Like the, uh, just like Invincible, the very first episode, they're like, we're going to end it on this note. And I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I was like, more. I was just like, okay, now I'm in. I'm like, if that's what we're going to do, then shit. Dude, friggin', he was killing those young heroes. He took, he had the chick's head. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but like the fact that like they could have prevented all that from the beginning, it just, it gets me even madder because, and then I, that's why I agree with the Paragon and Waltz because, that's Walt's way of thinking. The reason why they're in this situation is because Walt said, fuck the code. Like, mm-hmm. we need to go on to something else. Like, people are dying out here. Like, I'm not with it. And that's why I love seeing the backstory between Walt and George. Yeah, that was dope. And everything, because you got to see how much of a little bitch Walt really was. But now, as you can see, so many years later, he's just he's just fed up. And now he's yeah. trying to get his son to come to his side. Because he can't beat his – he can't get into his pop, his brother's head. He like that's what he said. He said, "I can't yeah, get into his head." I can't get into his head. So he needs the Paragon to to turn on his pops because the only one who's going to be strong enough to compete with him is his son. So I'm very curious to see how that plays out. But I'm not going to lie, man. the The only twist that I saw, the cliffhanger for me, was the fact that this dude killed his own daughter. And when I, oh, when I found yeah, out I it was cut. his daughter, I was just like, "Now you're a dad." So I can't even imagine what you were thinking, but like this dude just gave zero fucks and just was just like deuces, bitch. Like I didn't want to bring you into this, but you know, your aunt wanted you here. Blame her. (laughs) Bro. Like I was wondering when he went to see her and he was like, what did you see? And I was like, Oh, (laughs) cause I was like, that whole thing of, Oh, I'm going to go in by myself after George. And then it was like, it is George. And I was sitting there like, this is a little too uh, convenient. And then he was just like, what'd you see? And she was like, I saw you did this. And that. I was like, bro, I was like, see, that's messed up. Cause I gave Walt the benefit. <laughs> At first I doubted him. <laughs> then I was all for him. Then I, then I vibed with him when he was crying on the ledge, like, bro, you never listen. He goes, dad wouldn't be dead if you would have just listened to me. I was like, oh, oh just, I'm like, y'all stay. And then he looks down like, just, I'm like, oh, he's about to jump. <laughs> Like yeah, and I think like that's what leads up to Walt's decisions is like yeah. over all the years, and they've been together for over a hundred years. The fact yeah. that 
all you know, all the decisions his brother made failed. Mind you, Walt's the older brother too, so everybody yeah. should listen to their older brother. I'm not not saying necessarily, but like, yeah. clearly he's a smart guy and he knows what he's talking about. But now it's to the point where he's just past that edge, and you know now he's just ready to kill anybody that stands in his way. So when I saw him kill his daughter, I was just like, fuck! Like he really doesn't give a fuck. He's ready to do it all. What made you know what was real confusing because I had to I had to watch it again with with a friend. And watching it again and seeing it, like my friend would question me, like, what is so important about the dad? What is on? And I was like, it's kind of weird and kind of convoluted until it gets to the cave and you see that they're chosen like a whole bunch of other people through time. Because I was like, yo, if they didn't show that, none of this would have made any damn sense. Well, 100%. They needed to. And the fact I was, that I like- was about to be like, yo, his dad keeps popping up. Now the island's talking and you had to find that one guy and then you're going crazy this whole time. And I was just like, why is he so important? And then I was just like, oh, thank God. When they showed everybody, it was just all a test for everybody. It's yeah, a it was all a test. test. And that was a whole test for him to go mad, for him to convince others who think that they're doing him a solid, that he's insane. I thought it was dope. How they, I was Wait, like, Here's the God. thing though, right? Um, I know you saw, you know, once they touched the wall, I know we were talking about that. That was both one of our favorite parts. Once they touched the wall and everything, they went through the doors and they got to the giant glowing light. They all saw somebody from their past. That was Walt saw his dad too. So my question is, and this is the only thing I want answered because they all saw somebody different. Why, why was it that he was the only one who was being tortured? And I understand he got the best power out of everybody. So he went through the toughest test. He was the one who uh, who was tasked with getting everybody together. He was the one who had to draw the drawings to the windmill, which that was all fucking crazy. I had no idea where that was going. He had to go in the middle of nowhere, see this dude blow his brains out to end up in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Like, it was was all over the place. It was one hell of a journey, and I enjoyed every second because getting to that end point was all worth it, 100%. But, like, do you think we're going to find out in season two what all those other people went to? Like, did they all have their own personal tests? But – they didn't go crazy. Like, no, I don't think so because uh, I mean they may they may do it for certain characters, but I don't see them doing it for everybody. Like let alone Lady Liberty, because uh, like like she was she didn't seem like she she only I mean she was a woman dealing with men back then in the day. There'll probably be backstory to that, but like I think they pretty much covered everybody when everyone said who they would like want to see for the last time if they had a choice to see them. So if they dial back into that, I don't know. I feel like there should be less superhero stories trying to figure out what like what makes every one of them tick, you know? I think it would just kind of be a waste of time. But they might do it. But I, I just think, like, they covered enough from back in the day. I think they should do back in the day after they got their powers and show different situations and different times where people partnered up certain military men they may have met the police the president all that stuff i want to see them meet everybody through history i want to see what they were doing in the 1950s i want to see what they were doing in the 70s i want to see like the 80s i want to see it all the way up and just like peppered out here and there like every different season would be nice because they have such a giant timeline to like they can deal with prohibition and like all that stuff back in the 30s and like when it was just like well that that's nice when it started see. i don't know if you know that yeah you exactly that's why Georgia hard time that's why i think it would be like dope to like see them doing yeah i don't want to see them against like al capone and mobsters and shit so yeah, yeah exactly because when they yeah. get back those are the villains that you're yeah. going to be dealing with because it's the prohibition and al capone yeah. and those guys were definitely running around so yep. 
I'm very curious to see how that plays out as well. I want to know what happened with Willie. Because now, Willie, I don't know if you know, he's the dude. He's the, the one who had the, he's the black dude. Oh, no, with the, the wheelchair. Yeah, how, how, yeah, they're going to definitely cover how he's so like, up in because you, you see more of him and his daughter dynamic, you know, because she's yeah. a superhero now and she's the one running around. He, you know, and you could tell something happened to him in the past because they yeah. made fun of him because he's in the wheelchair now. Never so mind. Like, he made that comment to uh, Lady Liberty, like, we should kill him. I don't think you've done your son did anything wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like, so really I really think... believe that. And then he'll look at you like, look at me in this wheelchair. Yeah. So something happened in the past where it could have easily been avoided. So I want to see yeah. how that played out. That's so where right now yeah, that's... he's like, all right, my daughter's doing this now. If you yeah. guys have to kill, kill. I don't give a fuck. Like, oh, no, he's already he already gave his daughter the go ahead on. She was like, I'm leaving the union. And he was like, what does your dad think? He's like, he supports me. Yeah, she, yeah. Facts. My dad said F this is a long time ago. <laughs> like, it's crazy. But yeah, man, I, I, I'm just all I'm excited as Great all hell, and I, I can't wait to see season two. Um, so what was your favorite part of season one? Okay, yeah, my favorite part is when they, uh, when they, finally were all chosen, and then the whole island blew up, and then everyone on the ship had their like had the power in like engulfed into their genes oh, yeah. to pass it down through history. But you saw all of them just fly up to the boat. And I was like, Giddy. like I was, that, oh, oh, bro. I that was part just, really, that was one of my favorite parts as well. That, that part really me. messed with me too, because if you notice when they're all flying, they're all wearing their super suits. Yeah. So yeah where the fuck did they get sleep. the suits from? <laughs> I, I thought it was, a, I was beautiful. I was just like, yo, they just went back to this dude and was like, yeah, your shitty boat. We don't need a ride home, but thanks for the journey. Hope you make it back. Uh, did you have a favorite <laughs> character in the first uh, season? My favorite, uh, first season favorite character would definitely be George. It would be George, uh, before he got his like the powers, George's character and like him going broke and just like having every egg. <laughs> Yo, like, first of all, I didn't know there was too. that many different ways you can eat eggs. Hey, bro, I had like, no idea. <laughs> I was like, Yo, George. Needs a wife, and a family. Yo, like when Walt showed up, he's like, "Hey, Walt, you look kind of upset. Give, give him a number 74. seventy-four. Like it's hard boiled. Seventy-four. Give, uh, give the lady a thirty-two. <laughs> Soft boiled. It's just like what? it was just so like, random, man. But he like, had every piece of how, his you know, Yo, my man woke up just cracking the same jam every day. Like I was just like, I, I vibe with George. He was dope. It was dope. Yeah, it was dope. And it was dope when you did get to see a brief moment of him. You you hear the song playing. That's when you're like, all right, this dude's still here. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know, I thought it was real dope when Walt went into the mine and saw George, old George. And I was like, yo, Sky Fox is a beast. I was just like, <laughs> even if it was just like a, an illusion, I thought that Sky Fox, old George, was the shit. He was beating everybody's ass. I was just like, oh, this is dope. This is dope. But as it that's the way it ended, I, I still I look forward to when I really see George. And I'm I'm very interested to see what his son's putting together. If he's making a weapon to either find his dad or kill the utopian. So who knows? I mean, from based off everything we've learned so far, it looks like he's using it to find his dad because he has his little trinket that gets him wherever he wants. But even he's when he was with books. The utopian, the utopian asked him, like, show me where your pops is. He ended up mm-hmm. in a in a speakeasy strip club. Yep. And he's like, it's the same thing every single time. You know, no matter what, I always end up in one of these places. So 
His pops yeah. is definitely, he knows how to get around that or some, he knows how to camouflage. So when not knowing Sky Fox's ability, we can't really say what's going on every time his son transfers. You know, it would be dope to see where uh, Paragon. Yeah. It would be interesting to see where his mind's at now after what happened in the prison, like which way he's going to go. So he walked away all pissed off because once again, we all saw his dad's eyes change like he was getting ready to laser uh, Blackstar. Mm-hmm. But his son wasn't looking when that happened. Yeah, so he's already in his mind like his dad will let him die. Yeah. To protect his code and, uh, you know. That's, <laughs> but Which is crazy because right before that scene, you know, his son showed up and, you know, when uh what when uh Willie's daughter showed up and he's like yo I'm gonna leave the union like I I can't do it anymore he he defended the code to her so yeah in his understanding you know he just had that conversation with his pops before his pops was like all right let's go I need your help he just said you know I believe in the code like mm-hmm. when it came down to it I I quoted your words like and so I thought he was probably ready to like just accept death too like when his dad was stuck in that situation yeah the but then time, when they like, got out of it it, it yeah. It, you know, he probably woke up to the idea. He's like, yo, my pops is really going to let me die when in reality, my pops wouldn't be here if I didn't step up and, and kill the dude to begin with. And the crazy part is, is they were all mad at him for killing a clone. It's not like he was a real black star. That was the real black star at the end. Yeah. But and that, and that was just so cool. Black star is such a dope villain. You know what yeah. I, I think? I think black star is the captain of that ship. I don't know. The captain had a heavy, heavy accent. So, I mean, yeah, well, anything, anything could have happened. I mean, you got to remember, it's been over 100 years. You know, I moved across the country and my accent has changed many times. So, you know, yeah. I just like there has to be some kind of connection there to yeah. where he's been there since the beginning. So I, I think something happened to those people that were on that ship because they were close to the island when that when they got their powers. Yeah, well, I just I only think that they were like they got the genetic code. So that they can pass the genes down of all that that huge explosion. That's what I thought when they, you could see like the symbols go in their skin. Yeah, yeah. I was like, now they have the code to pass that because I was just like, you can't just have all these heroes and villains popping up out of nowhere. Exactly, something has to happen. I, like I'm like, I doubt that these ones, the, uh, the the main seven or six, were popping babies out like that. But at the same time, I was just like, there's got to be a way for like heroes to exist and have like a meta gene or whatever it was. And that's another thing, that. though. Like, we know it started in, like, the 1920s, 1930s. The fact that's that they're I, legit in 2020 now. Yeah. And, like, they only is. have, like, a couple kids each. Like, do you think they have more kids? Like, oh, all the kids that we haven't definitely. met yet? Yeah, there's a, there's a big, big possibility for that. I mean, who's to say how long these kids have lived for? You know? Very true, yeah. Very true. You know? 100%. But at the same time, like, uh, it'll be interesting to see which ones of them, including uh, Paragon, to see if, like, who becomes villains like definitely the daughter because she just does a whole bunch of cocaine i think like, I, I think I in season two and chloe was my favorite character in season one because i think she was the most relatable one in a sense to where like we got to see somebody going through real life shit you know she has mm-hmm. problems with her parents she has a job she's dealing with problems with her job because she can't get out of her own way she's her own worst enemy any dude yeah any dude or people she dates is always about her parents yeah yeah exactly it has nothing to do with her so people are just trying to take advantage of her like and that dude that ended up smashing props to him yeah but you know when, that was my favorite scene in the movie when he was like yo you think you could put in a word for me and she was like I mean, oh yeah the first question my that. dad's going to ask you is can you take a punch 
Yeah, I could take a punch. Then she just sends his ass through the fucking wall. That was my favorite part of the whole first season, 100%. <laughs> and then seeing her show up at the end to save her boyfriend. Yeah. That was fucking amazing. That was that was lit. And she and, got um, shot inside the head and threw the tune off the wall. Because even her brother, the Paragon, like he's yeah. made multiple comments and even other people saying, like, you know, she's wasting her talent. She's letting her life go yeah, wasted. She's, she's definitely posting she's stronger than yeah, I think she's she's, I think she is stronger, 100%. Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to see a power shift, you know, with what happened, whatever happens with Paragon mm-hmm. and his uncle versus, you know, their pops. Yeah. And I think she's going to have to get out of her own way to actually become a hero to stop her brother. I, and so I think that's what we're going to see in season yeah. two. I think Sky yeah. Fox will come into play and we'll learn more about Willie and the rest of the crew because we didn't see much. But um, I'm, I'm all around excited. So we're going to go with our review game, you know pass or play you know i think we're both gonna say play but uh this definitely has a five-star play for me man what do you think uh five star as well i would i recommend it everybody who's in the superhero or everybody who's you know we still have all these good hero movies they make between marvel and dc if you want a breath of fresh air some new heroes a real interesting take play definitely play and watch this this show i think it was eight episodes but I enjoyed every single one of them. I can't wait to see what they do. I agree 100%. But all right, we're going to end on Jupiter's Legacy and move on to the next one, which is Army of the Dead, which is such a great fucking movie. They did such a good job. Um, Great director. He was able to do everything he wanted, unlike what happened with the Justice League. I'm not going to say his name because we all know it. I'm tired of talking about him. I want to talk about Dave Bautista, and I want to talk about this movie. I don't know if you saw uh, but Netflix came out and said that Army of the Dead is going to be the most popular movie of all time with how many views it's gotten. It's gotten over 84 million views since That's it awesome. came out. And the, the numbers are just keep going up. Uh, a hey, lot of people are little... upset with this uh, because some people don't agree it was as good as people believe it to be. And I and you know what? I understand some of the parts where people were just like, what the fuck is going on? Because there was parts I was seeing shit and I was like, is that a robot zombie? What the hell is this shit? But then at the same time, I was like, yo, it was really good. Uh, the characters they picked, the cast, they had Theo Rosie from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And I was I was interested I was so to see, happy to see him. I was I was interested to see what was gonna happen with Juice. And then I was like, oh, they haven't been the asshole. I was like, nice, he's gonna die awfully. And it's but when he was getting dragged and was just like Fuck you! Ah! Like she's screaming, like, "Oh, please don't oh, bite bro. me!" Please don't. Oh, I knew, just... I knew something was gonna happen when she was like, <laughs> "Oh, we're gonna need one more. You should come with us." Ha <laughs> ha! Like, Shot can I hold your gun? <laughs> Shot him with it, bro. And they offered him up. Oh, he, <laughs> yeah, it was so him. badass, but um, bro, that tiger. Oh, that tiger I first was saw badass, the, bro. When I first saw the trailer, I was just like, "Why are they putting a tiger in the movie?" And then she goes, "It's the tiger from Saving Freedom, Roy." And then, like, I was just, I was like, yo, I, I still have no interest to see the zombie tiger do anything. And then my boy was like, nah, wait till the tiger scene. Then when we got to the tiger scene, I was just like, oh, no, I would never want to be in that situation. That yeah, tiger, no, it was amazing. Chew toy. And, um, chew I toy. wish we got that, to see more animals. I'm not even going to lie. I wish we got yeah, to see more. After with the tiger, I mean, you saw yeah. the horse. You saw the horse. Yeah, the horse was dope. But, like, that was such a great design. It was a crazy dynamic because, like, the, the, the lead zombie, like, the main one r- running the army, the fact mm-hmm. that he had, like, a queen and you she was pregnant. And, like, yeah. this man was about his baby, like. Yeah, when he pulled it. Oh. 
like I I think there has to be a sequel. I, I don't oh, think no, most definitely after 84 million views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna have to do something, especially with the daughter and like how it played out in the end. Okay. Um, I she thought she did that. a really good job playing mm. the Miss Goody Two Shows, and then how it ended for her, like that was fucked. It's her fault. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He had no reason to die. He had. He didn't have to. It's the chick who the his girl his new girlfriend who, who killed with him. Like she didn't need to die. And the way bro. she died, I was like, <laughs> bro, really? And I was just like, and the Dave Batista, like I heard, like Dave Batista is a great actor. Like when he wants to get emotional and start crying, I'm like. Look at this poor big, big old bear. Like this poor man. I was like, I was like, he, he was. When's the last time he got it in working at that burger joint? Yeah. After like having to kill his wife, bro. The way he, bro. And then he like screamed out that cry. I was like, yo, that's that battle cry. Like I just, I lost my queen. Like just like the lead zombie, lead zombie did in the end. So let me ask you something real quick. I don't want to get off topic from Army of the Dead, but I have to ask you this because when I saw all that good acting, because I agree, I thought Dave Bautista did a great job. Mm -hmm. Um, He's much more than Jirax the Destroyer. We all all know Dave. Oh, I always knew that. Stuber? So Stuber was hilarious as well. Now, me and you have (laughs) talked about this before, and, you know, uh, for those who don't know, we're big Gears of War guys. Now, Dave Bautista is a big Gears of War fan. Dave really wants to play Phoenix. Now that he's done such a good job in Army of the Dead, do you think you could see him playing Marcus Phoenix in a Gears of War live action film? Say no, because you damn you you know why I say no, and I, like I said, like <laughs> I said, I don't want to get off topic, but he he's a great actor. I don't need a great acting Marcus Phoenix. I don't need an actor Marcus Phoenix. The video game Marcus Phoenix is enough. So Dave Batista, I'm sorry you said no to a Marvel gig or whatever it was that. You you said no to to pitch a Gears of War movie, but like I said, if he wants to be in a Gears of War movie, don't be Marcus Phoenix. Be someone else new, like Batista's own character. Like he can be anyone he wants, and the the cog is so big. That's yeah. all. Like him, him and Terry, anybody. They don't have to be Coltrane. They don't have to be Marcus. <laughs> There's other heroes, and we see that all the time. So, still no on Marcus Phoenix, but yeah, to a Gears of War movie, but just not Marcus. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. We're going to jump right back into Army of the Dead. Back in the Army. Now, you touched on it, and I want to go back to it. When um, he found out that that girl was still in love with him, mm-hmm. and, you know, they were about to plan their life, he's like, oh, we're going to get out of here. We can do it. He's like, I had no idea I had a chance. You know, he played stupid. Um, I no, thought that but he was did say hilarious. he thought, But he did say he thought about it. But yeah, he yeah, was still 100%. just dealing from the trauma of killing his wife and, like, trying to get his daughter's love back. Yo, when, when she died... I, I was in my feelings, bro. I was hurt for him. I hurt for him. I was like, bro, come on. I was like, after that ill kill that she melted the zombie in the beginning credits with the friggin' the Gatling gun on the truck or the tank. Like, that was a graphic zombie. I've never seen a zombie melt to liquid like yeah, yeah. that when she just straight <laughs> head to toe. I was just like, yo. But yo, okay. the way she died was epic. But like, yo, when that elevator door opened up, there was no hesitation. And that's what I loved about that. Like, there was a lot of times where people died and like, you didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Um, Very good job. Now, one of the the Spanish chick, she had the biggest, with the the red bandana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the biggest kill count, bro. And I was really hoping for her to come out, bro. I was just like, how are y'all going to let her die after all of them she killed? Close quarter combat, Metal Gear Solid. 
she stabbed mad of them and then was just like, all right, can't stab no more. Got to light them up. And then she went all the way out the window and was, they could have saved her. They could have saved her. They could have saved her, but that piece of shit set her up. And you know what's messed up? He's, uh, I don't know the actor's name, but he's like, he's in uh, Fear the Walking Dead. He was unjustified. He, he raised in hope. Like he, he played a lot of characters in different stuff. So I was just like, oh, I'm happy. And then I was like, oh, he's a shit bad Damn. Yeah, no, he, he, he took on a shit role. I was more happy to see Juice play the asshole than see that dude. I was waiting for him to die the entire time. And, and the, um, way, the way he died. <laughs> shit. I was like, you deserve it. Yeah, no, he he had one of the best deaths in the movie, I I, yeah. I think. And uh, how, how he was set too. up to fail it was, was, was amazing. Too. He was still breathing after that whole... <laughs> well, I want to talk about one of the controversies that happened with this movie. We all know that uh, Chris D'Elia was uh, supposed to play the character that Tig played, which is the helicopter pilot. Um, Tig Nataro, she, she was thrown into the movie uh, months before it was supposed to come out, and I thought they did a great job editing, and I thought they did a great job adding to. You would, I wouldn't even know if they didn't say anything. Tig is another stand-up comedian, and, yeah. Um, I love her stand up as well. She's very good. She has a very like dry sense of humor. Oh, but bro, she, it's just quick $2 and quirky. Where do I sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't care. Two million dollars. Like do, uh, do you know what I can do with two million dollars? <laughs> do you want to know what mission? Uh, that was that was one of my favorite parts of the movie because like anybody who hears that, like, fuck yeah, what? Let's I don't care. Let's do it. It, it was great. But um yeah, Chris Delia, he was taken out of the movie for all the controversy that came out where um a lot of uh women came out and said, you know, when he would tour around the country, he would hit them up on Twitter or Instagram and DMs. And he actually had no idea. He was seen in an interview um when somebody brought up the fact that oh he uh somebody found all their DMs and how it's still there. He thought it was like Snapchat where that shit went away. He had no idea it stayed there. So it actually came out that he was actually hitting up like 16, 17 year old girls. And they were saying that he was just trying to get in their pants and, the, and just like, and this is the away. guy who's supposed to be the regular pilot. He was supposed to be the pilot. So with oh, all wow. the controversy going on, he went MIA. And at the same time, he had a baby. So, mm. you know, there was a lot of problems going on with that. But I, I, I just want to bring it to light that I, I thought, you know, I was excited to see him in the movie, but I thought Tig replacing him, they did a really good job. Um, That's all yeah. I wanted to say on it. But um, he's still like, his name's still listed in the cast. Like if you look at it. Oh, so they probably still paid him too. Oh, he probably definitely got paid. Cause I'm pretty sure by the time he was taken out, the, the movie was already done filming. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'm not sure what, what happened with that, but, uh, but yeah, I just want to say Tig did a great job. Yeah. Did you have um, a favorite part of the movie? I would say when like they eventually most of the crew was dead and they had to run through the casino and Dave Bautista had that whole run on the countertop scene. Oh, when Buddy like, had to oh. kill himself? Yeah, bro. But then like he was just clipped, like everybody was just trying to get out. But no, no, that would I'd say the tiger getting getting its due. <laughs> like the tiger coming out and catching dude. And like that was really, really good scene. There was a lot of funny scenes. But, like, if it wasn't Tig in the helicopter scene, it was the tiger getting the dude and him getting his karma. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When my favorite scene was when the coyote uh, asked to see Buddy's gun, and then she shot him. 
<laughs> that, that was just my favorite i didn't even care the fact that the zombies came and they used them as an offering just like that part was so worth it because like how did he not see that coming like what did he think was gonna happen like mm. I, I i don't get it but uh i thought they played that off great but yeah right, that, well, when that chick that showed your... up that was wild and when they when they went back to catch that chick and kill her that was fucking sick yeah but I will, uh, I will say that there was a worse part in the movie that really kind of ruined it for me. Not ruined, but the daughter did, she did $15 million and you don't want to take care of those two kids? Yeah. Like, her thing was, I'm going in there to save this mom who's trying to get this bread to make, to give her kids a chance. You... Not only did you not get the money, but you cost everybody their lives. Pretty much 100%. everybody. You did. What made me really mad is she went into blind enemy territory with a pistol. Yeah, what did she no think one... she was going to be able to accomplish? Bro, and the fact that she made it to them made me even more upset because I was just like, bro, if she didn't leave when they were in the same I gotta go save her. No, take the fifteen million dollars and 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 put one of it to a trust fund to these children. They already have a better life. I, I'm sorry, man, but I think because that explosion was crazy, uh, that camp was right there. Uh, those kids saying? didn't make it, bro. Oh yeah, because they were still in the tent. They were still the in that camp, and that's another part. Like, not only did she do all of that for no reason, the kids that she went in to get the mom for, not only did the mom die. The kids died, and then her dad died because she was just a fucking idiot throughout the whole thing. She really was, bro. Like, all of that, all could have been totally avoidable, and Dave Batiste and his team would have won if his daughter wasn't there, but then he was just like, I need you to go in. I'm going to save this girl, Dad. I have to. I mean, but Dave, you know, he he did his job. No training. What was his character? Uh, Scott and Scott Ward. Scott did his job as a dad. You know, he protected his daughter to the very end. He did. He brought his daughter in there. I'm sorry. That was incredibly reckless, especially if she had no military. Bro, bro, she said as soon as she she straight up said, and that's where I was like, all right, this makes sense because it didn't make any sense. I agree with you. There's no reason for her to come. But she straight up said, as soon as you leave, I'm going in there with or without you. So, of course, as a father, you're going to do everything you can to protect your little girl. Especially when you're trying to fix the relationship. I would have zip tied her to a post. And then I would have told the military, wait till we leave. Then take her as far from this place as possible. Like, no, I'm sorry, Jasmine. Jasmine, if it was, unless this is a last resort for us, there would be no reason for me, even if Jasmine was military trained, to bring you into that. If most of those people didn't even expect to get out. Like, as a father, that was reckless. That was crazy. And his, his, they had beef. That was my problem. Why are you going with your dad when y'all had a traumatic event of him watching him stab you up, kill your mother when she went berserk after? Like, I'm well, hold on. She did say that she wasn't upset about the killing. She was upset that he was distant after the fact that, like, he just disappeared. Your dad is a soldier. Like, I'm sorry. This, 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 this certain circumstances, especially in the zombie apocalypse, there are certain circumstances that you're going to have to live with if your father's a soldier. Guess what? If you want to live and have 
better chances. It's not time to get emotional with dad because guess what? That whole movie, she was emotional with dad and literally clouded judgment, made fucking problems. And then she did the dumb shit by leaving as soon as they got out of the vault. Not before. <laughs> like, there's a timer coming. They're going to blow this place up. I'm going to go save that bitch. What? <laughs> what? She doesn't even have $15 million. She's not in the safe. And then my man was in the safe, came out during the radiation, gets a whole private jet, and then finds out he bit. I was just like, bro. Yeah, and that's that's well, I'm excited because, um, yeah, Vander, Vander is one of my favorite characters. So he's right. going to be the new alpha then. I think he's going to be the new alpha, and I think we're going to have to see the baby girl show up to have to kill him. I think she's going to be yeah. the hero in the sequel. Obviously, they're going to have to bring somebody else in to play the, the, the army guy or the hero. I'm pretty sure the coyote died, but they did not show her die. They show her left up on the roof with the, the alpha. He likes women. Nah, Maybe. dude, he pinned her up against that wall. She's, she's done for. I, but she was still alive. Nah, no, there's, there's, there's no way. There's no way. Especially, especially when she dropped the head and then that thing splat. Like, he went fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think the coyote's coming back. If we do see the coyote, it will be as a zombie, 100%. We'll Maybe that'll be the new question. I, I didn't see her get bit. Just saying. Yeah, but I she was, was legit impaled. The only way she survived yeah, was the she's a zombie. It was, it was right here, wasn't it? It was right here. Yeah, but the, that's what right I'm saying. Here. She was legit impaled. Like, there's no way she's pulling that out of the wall, bro. <laughs> I don't know. And you got to remember the nuke happened. Like, yeah. There's, there's no way unless yeah, she got no unless she turned into a zombie and ran away like a psychopath she didn't make that they're all, they're <laughs> she all got in that safe <laughs> uh, one and another reason we need to see the sequel is because we saw how it all started about how they were doing some area 51 transport and i mm-hmm. thought that was really cool how they were like the dude in the car was like what do you think we're carrying like you think this is the holy grail and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden fucking shit goes left Something escapes and then everybody starts She's like, getting get turned. your fucking man out of there now. Stop yeah. talking. And I was just like, oh, so they knew what they would. So because, now in the like sequel, I said, you have to see how it starts. But remember, bro, most of those zombies, when their heads were getting blown off, were doing blue light flashes, bro. Like most of them look like fucking robots. And that would explain the strength or they, they could be enhanced zombies. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Call of Duty zombies, like every time. Like their face were blown off, you would see like mechanical blue light. So I'm interested to see what the government did with them to make them the way they were, especially with the the patient zero. Yeah, man, that shit was sick. <laughs> for, for zombie movies, I really fucked with the zombies in this one because uh, they had some intelligence. They mm-hmm. they communicated. They worked well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was amazing. Um, yeah. But I, I'm definitely giving this a play. I'm not gonna give it a five star play. I'll give it a 3.5 because there was parts throughout the movie I didn't really Just what enjoy. the daughter did. That That's enough to the, knock the it daughter down really two points. Me. You know who saved the movie? Uh, Ludwig. The Russian? The, oh, the German. The, the, was it? The dude who uh, broke into the safe. The German. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the shit. He, he was one of the, my favorite. Him and the Xander. Him and Xander yeah. together. And the fact that he saved Xander. At Don't the point end, that gun at me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, bro. Because I was so sad to see him go, man. Because he was, throughout the whole movie, he he was one of the funniest ones. Like, yeah. when he got his first kill, I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. Just thinking about yeah, that. like, he, he was he was one of the most enjoyable parts in the movie besides Dave Bautista, 100%. And uh, especially, especially with him and Xander. Like, I thought they did really good. And that, that dude, Mikey. Good. 
Um, he did really good throughout the movie yep. too. I've never seen that actor before. Um, he held the, his uh, own. He definitely that's held the own. the dude who had like the uh, TikTok and like following him on uh, yeah, yeah, that stuff, dude. right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was that was him. Yo, he survived the whole time. It was dope the whole time until he had to blow himself up once he got bit. But he still yeah, exactly. He had to go like a G. So he was yeah, just like, and uh, I wonder it. if we'll see his friend from the beginning. You know, the one that bitched out. The left, yeah. The one yeah, was yeah. Like, I want to know if he's going to try to, you know, come, you know, get revenge for his friends, you know. But ho- hopefully we'll see. There's no way. I don't think there'll be a reason why they introduce him just to have him leave and then you don't see him again. I hope that Spanish chick has like a sister who's just as badass. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that girl had so many. Remember, she didn't kill any zombies till she's she never got killed there. anything before that. She was just and there for went- Mikey. Off, yeah. I was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, one, two, 20, 25. I was like, she was putting work in, but and then, uh, um, the, the Japanese dude, Sonata, the one who paid him all to do that, we still yeah, have to Hanzo. see him, yeah. Um, especially since, like, you know, he didn't get what he wanted, he wanted that zombie head, and I know that's where Xander's going to fly, he's flying to go see him 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, big I, I definitely want to see that and how that plays out. I think, I think the sequel can be much better than the, than the first one. But um, once again, I'll give it a 3.5 and a play. Um, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best, but it was definitely up there. I'm not going to put it over World War Z or I Am Legend, but it's definitely, but it's dope it's definitely to have, up there. It's dope to have those hybrid zombies that can move on you. Like, they don't walk. They're not the walking dead. They're the, I'm going to fuck you up real right quick. Like, they jump and pounce like lions and shit. So I, I give it a play. I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. But that daughter shit... <laughs> I said it to my friends. We were in the room, and I was like, "If Jasmine ever did this shit to me, I'd be mad. <laughs> I'd be so mad." And at the same time, I was like, oh, "She wouldn't be there. That's just a dad's honest. No, you can't come. You're grounded." Now, um, the next show that we're gonna go into and talk about is also something zombie related. Not really, because it was more monsters than anything. Um, it's a North Korean show. Or it's a Korean show. I'm not going to say North Korean. And it's called Sweet Home. It's something else that's on Netflix that we both watched before Army of the Dead, before Jupiter's mm-hmm. Legacy, before all this stuff. Um, it's one of my favorite shows. And it's something that I want a second season of so fucking bad. Yes. Because, you know, the character development, if you don't like subtitles too fucking bad, you got you to gotta read and you got to watch this. It's, it's one of yeah. my favorite fucking shows. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. I enjoyed the very first episode sucked me in because it did with uh, what Invincible did and what uh, uh, Jupiter's Legacy did. The very first episode, they get to the very end and it just pops off so crazy, especially with that Slender Man from Korea. Yeah. Like, he just came in and he had, <laughs> I was like, bro, I was like, this is amazing. And like, what are these people going to do? You see so much people get struck with fear and like their bodies just froze. Like some people were falling, looking dead at death, and they just couldn't move. And the last words be like, help me, help me. And they can't even yell it because of the fear that they got from seeing something they were never expecting to see. And I thought that <laughs> dude came out with the fire extinguisher. They had the music going. I was just like, yeah, I got up. And then homegirl came out with the hit stick. And I was just like, I was just like, this show is the greatest. I was just like, oh, it's, it's Goosebumps and Resident Evil in Korea. And I, I thought it was dope. Like, I, front, from front to back, like, it was so good. It was written out. I enjoyed all the characters, like, what roles people were supposed to play, the scumbag of the building, the, like, 
but the then they bitch in the like, building buddy's little sister was a complete <laughs> bitch but she was one of my favorite characters throughout the whole show bro the gangster who kept smoking cigarettes like chief oh like with the burn were... on his face yeah dude his first scene with the dude the duct tape and he had yeah. the the dude and you have to figure out who the dude is and it turns out he's like a pedophile and oh when like, you find out what happened to his family and why he was really there and why he was doing what he was doing yeah. i immediately felt that at the beginning when you find out what he's doing you're like what's going on and then you actually learn throughout the show and i was just like this yeah. is great this is yeah. so good and I, I i was so happy when he finally got to take care of that dude like mm-hmm. i wanted that dude to die so bad and when he when he brought down food and was like helping everybody out and everybody like was like no fuck you you're a piece of shit leave this dude alone he's not doing anything wrong like i was like what like i got so angry <laughs> yeah dude a lot like you got to see like a lot of sides of people that you would expect to see like how people are going to act when they're like oh he's infected and we need to lock him up we don't need to but then eventually they all start like growing bigger hearts and they're like i've been a terrible piece of shit well not only that them themselves they started getting infected too so yep their own people and it it was really sad with that that lady who wasn't ever infected at all she i don't know why she decided to do that i guess she just couldn't live with herself anymore but like Mm. the fact that she just threw herself in there and was like yeah i'm infected like i'm gonna go and then she ended up dying it was just like damn like people are really going through it, and like I felt all the emotion. Wait, wait, which lady? Don't say it's the store owner's wife because she store. was infected. No, no, she ended up not. Oh, being the infected. manipulator. Yeah, 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 you're right. Oh my god, that was a freaking. I was like, oh my god. I was like, you... <laughs> I was like, this kid is dangerous. And then he started shooting everybody, and I was like, yo, I'm like, that's terrifying. I'm like, that's terrifying, and I, I felt bad because. There are people who are probably still dealing with PTSD from any type of mass shooting where they're like stuck in a place and you have nowhere to run. I was like, bro, I can't imagine that fear of we let this dude in. We know he's infected. Oh, shit, he's got a gun. Oh, like, yeah. he's, just like, <laughs> and he's just laughing about it, bro. And then my man turned into like, like Weapon X from fucking Resident Evil his arms and shit yeah bro it it was dope when you found when he's like playing the underling role and then all of a sudden you see him just take over and you're like nah i'm running the fucking show and he just starts killing all the all everybody kids i'm no no bullshit i cried those little kids when the little brother was asking his older sister are they gonna go down and check on dad and like she had to explain to him that their father's dead and they were just little kid bro Yo, I honestly believe that Green Slime that showed dad? up. I think it was his dad. And his dad saved his life. And then when they fought it and scared it away. It in front of him. Oh, I was like, yo, fuck. Like, and when he started screaming and crying, he's like, no, that's my friend. He saved me. They're not even listening. And then and you, you saw and- the, the dude who was like with the gangsters and just going to his ear. He goes, see, see how quick it is? They, they go kill us. What are they going to do when they turn around? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 manipulation. Like, I was like, bro, and it like his Korean face. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, but it just fit a snarky, evil villain behind <laughs> everything. And I'm like, bro, his smile. I was like, oh, and he, and then he started going crazy when dude transformed, and he was like, yeah, yes, stab me. This is it. And I was like, but bro, the ending where he ended when he took homeboy's body. Yeah. He's like, we're going to have some fun. Got you in the van. I was like, bro, this shot. Damn, that, that was good. 
That was really uh, it was good. a roller coaster ride and one I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> I'm so hungry. You know, when I heard her voice, I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was just like, nah, B. I was just like, yo, close your door. She moved, she ruined all your ramen in the hallway and it's covered in blood. She killed her cat. Did you hear her sad story next door when her date bailed on her? Yeah. And they, they, oh my God, bro. I felt so sad. And then you hear her cry and then like die and get infected. And I was just like, bro. And she transformed. She said, show me your hands. And she said, what? Show me your hands. Why would you ask me that? Show me your hands. And then she transformed. And I was like, oh, man. Yo, that I had to turn my TV down. When her voice got so high-pitched and loud and eerie, I was like, bro, we got to turn that down. Like, you're scaring the neighborhood. It scared me. Especially when so um, what, when, they, when they kept headbutting the door. <laughs> <laughs> just trying yo, to get it. yo 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 when when the gangster came out the cut and like the girl was stuck in the hallway with that thing and she he kicked her into the wall until she, she he just kept kicking and kicking until she was dead in the wall and i thought that was lit but i want to compliment whoever designed the creatures when the one dude who transformed in the hallway where they had to slice the head in half and then he became like the ear thing. But when he first transformed and they flick cut to that scene and you see him behind her and it's just like a gray dead something. I was like, bro, whoever did that, you need to get costume creature designer of them. Cause that was not CGI when they first made him stand up. It was handmade. I was like, bro, yes, that scares me. Goddamn pumpkin head behind this bitch in a hallway in Korea. You're dead. Yeah, no, that shit was fire. But, like, I thought it was dope. Like, the colossal tank versus the hearing one. <laughs> that was... Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that was so lit. Like, they... It was really, like, Resident Evil, but in a building full of regular people who all shared a different piece of, like, sin. Like, uh, what was... It? What did they say it was? It was... Uh, was it desire or was it, like depression or like it was like cursed sad people were the ones getting infected yeah people are people who have been destroyed like through trauma or like so they lost somebody like he lost his whole family the lady with the baby lost bro when she got up yeah that was that was deep i was like yo my heart (laughs) (laughs) yo straight up bro i need to get a sound box that has nothing but Lumpy space princess side of uh, like sounds and just keep my heart like damn bro like that show hit me in the heart a bunch of times like I said I, I was crying for those kids because they like watched their dad die who was just like hey I'm gonna wanna be Batman and just roam down the building yeah but when that old guy came down and he was playing grandpa and he was he was hanging I out with him man he I was he was one him. of my favorite characters I um, loved him when he was like we're secret agents I was like yeah. <laughs> and then buddy in the wheelchair who was good at inventing I loved him. he was really I loved good him as well and I, i've seen him in a bunch of other stuff as well so when i saw yeah. him i was like oh i know who this is um they did a really good job yeah the chick who was a firefighter and then the mm-hmm. main She's character a bunch of shit. i've seen them both in a whole bunch of different projects and then uh buddy's yeah. little sister and buddy with the glasses who played like the shikamaru of the show who's yeah, the yeah, intelligent yeah. one yep. he, he did a great job i don't understand why he gave himself up at the end though that's the only thing that doesn't sit well with me. That was the only thing I was upset with with the first season. 
bro, how did you feel when the gangsters got to the building, bro? I was I was excited because I wanted something to happen. I was like, something else needs to happen in order for things to progress. Stand in this circle. Don't come out of it. You come out, you die. (laughs) Bro, they were just shooting people. I guess you do. I was like, bro, it's not the monsters, it's the people. I know you said you weren't a fan of the manipulator, but we needed that because the main character was such a pushover that like anytime anybody said something to him, no, 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 no. I didn't say I wasn't I didn't say I wasn't a fan of him, but it was just like he was perfect. And before you even know it was him, he just played the I'm chilling. Hey, don't don't rape that body of that half dead girl. Dude wants to see you. Like that dude. The weird little one. With yeah, the, yeah, that was. I was happy to see Rufio, Rufio Korea. Like I was like, bro, <laughs> this is the Rufio, but he's out he here. He said Rufio. He looks like he looks like Pain from the Akatsuki, and Rufio did a did a fuse like, and he was just going around like I'm raping. And they were like, dude, you gonna do this every time? Get it out! And I was like, y'all have a man like this in your crew? I would be. I, yeah, no, that's not game. something I could fuck with. Like, I understand the end of the world. Me. You need to band together and you need to go, you know, put in some power somewhere, you know, to like, you know, take over and get control. But like, you don't go around just raping and taking advantage of people, especially that chick. Um, mm. She was really good throughout the whole first season. As well. you're right, when she, was, appendix, she was injured. She was ooh. all fucked up. And he was poking it and she had to fake being, oh man. I was like, damn, bro. And she went through most shit. I need to go to the bathroom. Fuck you, bitch. And then her like appendix is exploding. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, imagine having like the worst gas in the world and it being in your appendix. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) But like that was a really good show. Uh it would be interesting to see them continue on with the people who did survive, but I would much prefer they only use 30% 30% of that cast and then bringing new people or go to a new area because you know they're going to use uh, the main character in the, Well, all you know, those people got transported so Yeah, exactly. You're going to so, see like, all the people who survived in the second season Eventually, but, uh, but I don't, we don't have to see all of them Maybe the kids uh, Maybe um, the lady who had the dog I mean, the little sister who uh, yeah, yeah, the kids, brother definitely. died, she's going to be one of the main people we see moving forward. Yeah, because yeah, the, the, um, yeah, her, yeah, her brother was just, like lied to her or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'll come back. And That's what I'm saying. Like, w- what the fuck was that? Like, I don't understand why he needed to say that. He was like a captain who wanted to go down with the ship. Like, yeah. There was no reason for him to stay behind and watch. He did nothing. He was eating his snack and listening to he his music. He was infected, but he was infected too. Yeah, but that's cool. That's we already I, saw that there was other people who were infected that were able to control it. He didn't want to but, live with that, which exactly. I, I wanted to see him because he was one of the intelligent ones. I feel yeah. like he could have beat the odds. That That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him pop up in season two somehow. I would not be surprised. True, true, yeah. Because you don't really see him anything bad happen to him. Yeah, he's just in the room when the place is collapsing. Yeah, that's it. So I wouldn't be surprised. They, that's why. I, that's why I always throw that at you, like with the coyote and Army of the Dead. Not to go back to that, but like until you show me somebody die, I don't think they're dead. Bro, if it wasn't for the nuke, legendary, I, I would. I would agree. With that. But there was a nuke. There was a nuke. A building collapsing when you're infected is a completely different story because we don't know what kind of monster he turned into or what whatever happened. Which, by the way, speaking of monsters, how do you feel about that spider monster? Okay, first of all, (laughs) 
homegirl straight up when when people when he webbed her up and i saw that i straight up as if folks don't know i have outrageous arachnophobia 100 percent. No, like bro <laughs> like st- all started with a spider on my shoulder and then that same year as a child <laughs> arachnophobia with john goodman came out and i'm just not for the shit so also we're getting off topic, but I probably killed the biggest spider in my room. I was like, Jen, you should thank me and pay homage to me because that's the biggest spider I've ever seen in my life. And I've never seen it in Massachusetts. And I was like, there's not enough woods around us for that thing to be in my house. But it, it, it had the crutch. But I, like I said, I'm off topic. When she fought that thing in the air vents, whoa. I think it was, that was crazy. <laughs> Bro, and then when she dropped, that phone call was from her boyfriend. Yeah, I thought it was from the kid with the glasses who sent her down there. No, no, she was and trying to get I, in touch with her boyfriend. But he called back, and I was like, "Yo!" When I heard that at the end of the episode, I was like, "Bro, so where is he?" And then you had the military looking for him too, because he had the he didn't he make this? He's the one who started the whole thing. He, exactly. he affected I, himself first. Yes. And, and then he, when she was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" and he was just like, "Ah, bro." Yeah, remember there was people looking at his online chat group. He people were looking at what he was posting online, and um, even the dude with the glasses, she was like, "Oh, you know him?" Like, and that was that. Like, they didn't really go into it. She just played it all off. How much of it was a missed opportunity to not make the bully whose dad was rich, who was picking on him in school? How much of a missed opportunity was that for not not to be the manipulator in the end? Because when the manipulator drove in with the whole pirates and shit. I was like, is that him? I was yeah, like, no, I'm not, I thought it was him from the beginning as that well. And I was like, that, that would have been some shit to see that come full circle. Because like when he first punched and beat his ass in the bathroom <laughs> and then he pushed him in front of that car. Bro, I'm not going to lie, man. Like I was I was so angry. Yeah, I was so yeah. mad. Kids are, kids are evil. They're evil. But Korean kids? I was just like, bro, he was straight up like my dad owns a company. Go ahead, do something. Dad will be fired. Someone will get depressed. Bro, he saved that kid from trying to take his life so he could save his mom. And then he, the kid came back to his house and hit him and was like, my mom's dead and it's because of you. I could have got the I was like, bro, this is a dark Yeah, times. it was very fucked up. <laughs> very fucked up. If anyone's that. friends with him, I'll be, he made that one, that same kid pick up the ruler and beat him in class, bro. Those bathroom scenes when they were beating his ass, bro, they were like taking turns going in the stalls. Dominant. I was like, bro. I was like, if that was my kid, I'm going to jail 100%. I'm like, no, 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 no. If that was my kid, and I just muted my mic with what I said because it is being recorded. And I not play that <laughs> shit, bro. Like, no. Like, my kid's coming home beat up like that. No, y'all going, yes. I bleed ass shit. I'll be my mic every time. Shit. Kakashi on my shirt. You know what he did? Do you know what he did? Y'all went, shh. Dude. And to that kid, uh, he went to the, his parents' funeral. This is all you left me? How am I supposed to? <laughs> yeah, that, yo, that was wild. Yo, his whole family kicked him out and he was like, he never leaves his room. Oh, is that him? Who is that? <laughs> they don't even know. I, uh, bro, great writing, great cast, 
I love foreign films that touch monsters and old folklore, like superstition. But when it was straight Resident Evil material, I have to say it was like Raccoon City in a little Korean complex. It was it was beautiful. I'm it was not like gonna lie. Resident I thought Evil. they did a better job than what we've seen with Resident Evil. I'm sorry, Mila Djokovic. Hey, you do you doing backflips to zombie to kick zombie dogs? It was nothing compared to what they did in this series. And not, not and even that. Say, that firefighter chick, she's sexy as hell. Oh my gosh, she was so bad. But this is like there was eight. What was it? Eight or twelve episodes of Sweet Home or ten? There, I think there was, there was twelve enough, episodes of Sweet Home. It don't matter. There was enough episodes to completely compete with the entire Resident Evil franchise. I, I agree with you one hundred percent. And the fact that there's slapped. I can't believe it hasn't been renewed for a second season yet. Like people, people are online bitching because they want a second season to come. But that's why I wanted to bring it up on the show because Sweet Home was such a good. It did such a good job that I, I think like too. that intro. I want one of those those screenshots from the intro. I want a tattoo. Like really, that intro sla- that intro slapped the designs. The artwork was so beautiful, and yeah, the yeah. show was so good, bro. Like I said, that was Resident Evil for me. That was Resident Evil done well, and it was not in America. It was in Korea. And it was definitely a, a created virus by a scientist that got out, that was used on people. And then like people would be like, oh, how the fuck are we going to do? Their president was like, I'm making an announcement. I'm going crazy. I don't care. And I, was oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, I was like, and then uh, I was sitting there thinking like, this was made while Donald Trump was in office. So they really just kind of did their own Korean Trump. Because he was out there like, blah, 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 blah. And they just shoot him. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that All right, well, nice. he's gone. But it was like, it, it was, I. Yeah. Go Sweet watch Home, it. Five play. star play for me. That's that's what I'm going to give it as five a five star, star next to another five star. There's a fusion or Patara earring. You know, th- we're just going to, we're going to create a new category. We're going to call it S rank. And this is an S rank show. Yes. S rank. Sweet Home. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna end on that note, and we're gonna move on to the next topic. And I know you're not caught up on this, so we're not gonna go into full detail. But we just want people to know that we've seen it, well, I've seen it, and we want to talk about it because now they're they're talking about expanding the world, and that's Castlevania season four. The story has concluded on Belmont, and everything that's gone on there, and uh, it was a beautiful ending. And I can't wait for you to finish it. Maybe we can do a full review video next episode I, next week. Can I confess? I've never played one Castlevania video game. What? Not one game. My first experience of Castlevania has been this Netflix series. Now, I know I've always known Castlevania is there. I've probably played five minutes of a level or two. But the most Castlevania I've ever gotten is out of Super Smash Brothers or this show. That's that's wild. I'm not even going to lie to you, man. Uh, I was first introduced to Castlevania on Nintendo 64. I was going to ask, was it Super Nintendo or N64? I had it first on Nintendo Nintendo 64, and uh, that was one of the first games besides, you know, like GoldenEye and like Pokemon Stadium, where me and my brother would sit down together, or Smash Brothers, and we would legit play through the entire game. That was the first multiplayer game that I went through with somebody and completed. So I have huge love for Castlevania. When I found out many years ago that this was becoming an animated series, I was so happy. But now that season four is completed, you know, the Castlevania world is huge. 
Yeah. And uh, the fact yeah. that they're saying season five is going to come and it's going to continue in the same world, just with different characters. Um, yeah. I'm not going to speak on how season four ended. You're going to see for yourself eventually, but can I I'm speak on season? So one? happy for the franchise. Can I speak on season one when like it captured me that Netflix was just like, let's okay this animated series and we're going to have some demons eating babies and you're going to see it. And Bro. I was just like, Oh, I was like, well, the world's just getting darker and darker. But that's then- why. That's why, like, I'm, with these reviews that we're doing, I'm noticing we're doing a lot of Netflix shows, and Netflix is just winning right now, bro. Like, they're they're proving themselves out there in the streaming world to compete. Netflix is creating their own shit, their own movies, their own series, and I was just like. And then when like they're like, oh, we can just throw Airbender on there, I'm like, bro, Netflix <laughs> got my money right now, man. Well, like, that I, yeah, my, my subscription never like stops. I always make sure that Netflix is on. And then now I would say in the past three years for anime on Netflix, shit, dude. And it's been longer than three years. Well, I mean, but, they made it known. I want to say what I want to say in 2018 when everybody found out the office. And I know I'm getting way yeah. off topic here, but when everybody found out the office is leaving Netflix, people are like, oh, well, what is Netflix going to show? Yep. And then they made it known that they were expanding their anime selection yeah. and how they pretty and a lot of people were saying pretty soon by like 2022, 2025, in between those years, Netflix is going to be like the number one destination to compete with like Crunchyroll and Funimation oh, or oh, anime. Yeah. And that right now they're 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 doing big things. And like I know you're not a, a One Piece fan, but you know that's my favorite anime with everything mm-hmm. all around me. They're working on a live action Netflix series, so that is the one thing I'm like cringing on, and like I don't want to see ruined. But you, you know, made the me cringe right there. Oda Sensei is working all- with Netflix and the production team on making this come to life, so I don't think they can fuck up too much, especially when I'm seeing shit like Sweet Home. Or you know Jupiter's Legacy, and like after actually- all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies too, you'd you'd think that they should knock it out of the park just because like it's we're gonna do the high seas. It's very easy to make an ocean movie, make a boat, shoot yeah. all the shots around it, and shit like that. Especially Cruise when you have the number one selling manga of all time and so many chapters and so much information to go off of. Like, did you watch the live action Bleach? I did. And I thought okay. they did. I thought they did an okay job. Okay, I'm yeah, more yeah. excited for the sequel because they didn't do too much with it. Exactly. They only, yeah. So like I and like based off what I saw with that, I'm hoping the sequel gets so much better. But I was yeah. really, I was happy with what what I saw. I was surprised. Um, I was surprised. I don't know what other live action stuff you've seen. Like I watched the live action Full Metal. Uh, I wasn't. Too, I was not too happy with that. The only real, I haven't seen the full. Yeah, like to me, like Full Metal. I mean, the live action Full Metal was better than the live action Attack on Titan. I can, I can say that. Probably. See, okay. See, I have a different view on the uh, the live action Attack on Titan because I was super excited to see what they were going to do with that art style of live action, and I saw it, and they changed the story, which didn't. I mean, remember when it came out, like. Attack on Sight in season two or three wasn't even out. Like they were straight up, like it was like built off of season one. And remember how they had Levy be the freaking like yeah, Levy it was bad. Was but it was just like it was brutal though. Like I just felt like they just rushed it. But at the same time, I was just like when I went and saw it and I saw for what it was when it was, I was like, all right, they're going in a different direction. But it's but then I was like, it doesn't really make sense. None of it makes sense. Like Mikasa didn't want to bother with Aaron. 
and she was like little lovey dovey levy and then come to find out in the series later on that levy and mikasa are related <laughs> the same which is actual actual <laughs> canon they are related they are ackermans they're both ackermans bro. Yeah, yeah, and then so you find yeah. out more about mikasa and the furthest seasons with like the asian folks who came over with the whole last and final season if nobody's seen it you need to get on it cause... well actually not to cut you off i want to throw a shout out a lot of people don't know this the voice actress of mikasa in attack on titan today is not only her birthday but um she actually just got engaged from her by her boyfriend um they announced Damn. it today Damn. Um, so a little golf clap celebration to them congrats, congrats to her she said her boyfriend them. is not a celebrity and he's a very private person so okay you know so I, must have been I, I don't know itself. all i know is if i was with somebody like that they would be fucking everywhere you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know i would have because of tatted on my arm like i think that's so cool. i would have the red scarf tatted around my chest yeah. <laughs> like, what is what's that about like nothing and if you really want to know the traumatic story, this is the scarf that Aaron wrapped around after he murdered Mikasa's kidnappers. Yo, well, but uh, if Netflix, people. like the way with the way they're doing things now, if they yeah. got a hold of like Attack on Titan and they made a live action, if I and I was like, and I was told like, oh, if they're they gonna do a live version, action movie, yeah. I'd be fucking so happy. All for it. I'd be all, all for it. it. It wouldn't even have anything to do with those other two movies. They can just put one together where it's like the night everyone was stuck in the castle and Reiner, like uh, when Ymir first revealed herself, like I thought that was such an amazing part of that story. So like if Netflix did that and like a certain and they part just of it, did, like the story of Ymir, that would be, see what I'm saying? Cause Ymir's story is fucking, it's, it's actually amazing. incredible and it's very, it's very deep, especially yeah. with, you know, how she was casted with, and her, you know, having yeah, to protect somebody and all that stuff. She knew all this info that nobody else could, she couldn't share with anybody. And then she had worshipers and shit. Yeah. And then Reiner and uh, Berthold didn't remember at all because their memories were all fucked up. So there was just a lot going on. That's what was crazy when you find out in the end that the king or whoever used that memory device. So most people started forgetting who they were, even if they were from outside the island. And I was like, dude, this is so crazy. Yeah. No, the story of Attack on Titan is very deep. And uh, I'm excited to see the anime finish. Um, and then see the movie. So you know, good things to come you know, with that. You know what? You know what? I haven't seen live action. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul. So Tokyo Ghoul is all right. My favorite anime live action adaptation is a hundred percent Roroni Kenshin. Roroni Kenshin did a really good job of telling the story and showing the action. I still haven't watched live action, bro. What, whenever you get a chance to come out here, bro, in this game room, we're gonna watch all of them. We're gonna get lit and we're gonna watch them. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're they're a fucking amazing story, and that's after you Hakusho Aroni Kenshin, the second the anime I ever watched. Dude, so I was so I happy with that the trailer with a dude who has the bandages and the purple, and he yeah. was just running down the hallway hitting. Sh- I was like, bro, I was like, this is the f- the foreign film shit I like. Is the people who put their bodies on the line, like the, mo- the movie The Raid, like they put the wires on them and they just fly around and do all this stuff, and there's no need for CGI until your sword shoots something. It's just dope to see, like, that. From what I saw in the trailer, it looks amazing. Yeah. I have both the movies. I think there's three, though. Real quick, though, uh, I would love to see somebody take another crack at a live-action Dragon Ball movie. Um, but not not what, what we saw before. Not That's probably the got. worst anime adaptation we've ever seen. Um, just Kevin fucking James whitewashed, terrible, 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 yeah. terrible. It was, it was very bad. Terrible. Very bad. Piccolo. I, I don't, you know, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk no. about it. 
but I would love to see a, a live action Dragon Ball movie. I would love to see a live action Naruto movie. Um, and then a live action Afro Samurai, especially after what we just saw with Yasuke. Um, I like say I know Samuel L. Jackson wanted to bring it to life so many years ago, but nobody picked up the project and they actually had the actor picked down everything and it looked good. And then it just never happened. So uh, I would really love to see that happen. I think RZA can make it come now, come to life. Oh, I'm all for RZA in the Afro series, no matter what they bring to that, they can bring it back. That's RZA's lane. I personally think yeah, I haven't yeah. seen the Wu-Tang show, but I think when it comes to oh, RZA man, the Wu-Tang show movies, on Hulu is fire, bro. I, I still, I, my friend, a lot of people have watched it and they told me about it. I just haven't gotten around to it. But um, when it comes to RZA and his Hollywood choices, because he's such a like movement and for for anime fans, that when he started jumping to live action movies, I was like, no, dude. And then I got excited for Man with the Iron Fist, and then I really saw his acting because last time I saw him was like Ghost Dog. Did you but, see the like, second after, one too? The second Ghost Dog. No, oh, second man with, the Iron Fist. man with the Iron Fist too. Oh, made me so mad. I have, I have both of those movies too. I love those movies. The second one was kind of really like it. It, it, it what it didn't meet my expectations compared to the first one with Russell Crowe, which, whew, like, if he wasn't in that movie, if Russell Crowe and Batista weren't in that movie, it would have been so bad. I would have been like, yo, only Silver Lion was the greatest character because he was a pompous asshole and he was like, kiss the ring, bitches. I'm so, and he had like the voice of like. Prince from the Dave Chappelle show. So it was just like, yo, he was hella lit. But it's just like Riz's acting. Like that's why I say, like, I love the Rizza, but like stay in your lane and do more afros. Do more afros because I'm sorry, Afro Samurai should have had at least five seasons. Period. Hey man, five episodes in the movie. I was just happy as a kid growing up that I had a, a black character black that I could, I could fucking fall in love with. With the number one headband. Yeah, yo, but that was like, that to me that was so sick, bro. And then back yeah. then I had the afro and I was wearing headbands when all NBA players wore headbands. So like to me that was just like the dopest thing. So that would be a dope live action if they did afro. I, I would love to see it come together, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, we got crazy sidetracked. We we were talking about <laughs> Castlevania season four and, you know, with the, the new world coming and, you know, getting to explore new characters and all that stuff. So I'm excited about that. But on to another anime that was on Netflix, Doro Hidoro. I know that's something that you haven't seen. It's another new world. So creative. It's so different. And there's magic and there's killing and there's murder. And it's just fucking it's so it's so funny. And it, it's just such a great show. I have it as a five-star play, and the I can't wait for the second season to come because it leaves you off with the crazy cliffhanger, and I think you need to watch it as soon as possible. In the I, next episode, we're definitely going to have to do, like, a Castlevania, like, Doro Hidoro review because it, it's so, so good. This week, all right, this week, Doro Hidoro and Castlevania. I have to watch both of them and somehow find the time after starting Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Where Great I'm game, by the way, 18. Final Fantasy fourteen. We're not going to talk I'm about it. We can do a whole video 18. about Final Fantasy fourteen. So, ugh, this game is amazing. Not but, only, um, right. not only do you have to watch that. Um, one of my favorite anime, which I want you to watch right now. To me, two thousand twenty-one. It's anime of the year. It's called mm-hmm. Way of the House Husband. I've seen a lot of about this. It looks funny. Just There's only the, five the episodes. Poster. 
15 minutes a piece. So if you have like an hour or so before you go to bed, just watch it. You're going to fucking enjoy it. I've already watched it like three times. All right, and, good. I'm going to put that on the list. And uh, it's based off a man they call the Immortal Jack- Dragon. He used to work for the Yakuza. And now he's a house husband and his wife is just the sugar mama. She does everything, but he takes care of everything else. And the like the way they did this show is fucking ingenious. And the writing and the action, like you see it all. And it's, even, oh, so when he's action. Just, even when he's just cooking, he looks like he's going to kill you. And people are terrified oh. of him. And he's like the <laughs> sweetest man on the planet. And it's just so fucking funny. And I know you're gonna love it, dude. Because to me, I you're you're the, to me you're the uh, epitome of the American house husband. You do it all. <laughs> and to me, you I'm gonna start calling you the immortal dragon, bro. <laughs> I gotta watch this shit. <laughs> I think you're gonna love it, dude. The shit the shit cracked me up, man. The whole the whole way through, and I I want to get my girl to watch it with me because I think she would love it. Um, to me, she's. I'm gonna watch, she's I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. And I'm gonna be like, Jen, come in here. Come in here. Come. I'm <laughs> watching. Yeah, this yo, you crazy. know what? By by by, whenever you're done watching it, Jen's gonna have to start calling you Dragon. That's that's gonna hey. be your name. <laughs> <laughs> My character on Final Fantasy is half Dragon. Um, but besides that, I I want to end the show saying, you know, we have a new another new show coming, and hopefully we can do the review for this when it's all said and done by the end of the month. But we have Record of Ragnarok that's coming to Netflix on June 16th crazy. in every country. You know, So this is going to be one of the biggest anime drops they've done in a while. And for those who don't know, haven't seen the trailer or haven't seen what it's about, it's pretty much going to be a tournament with gods and humans battling for you know to save mankind. So for all those Dragon Ball Super fans who got to see the Tournament of Power, it's going to be that on a whole nother fucking level. And I cannot wait to see what happens with this because you know the characters look badass the writing looks badass the trailer i've watched both trailers so far and it's just the animation looks so fucking cool yeah i know i'm gonna follow up on that with i just watched the trailer before we started this and i was like yo (laughs) all right uh i'm very excited for this i'm very excited to see what techniques the humans will have against the gods what gods they're gonna choose or if they make up their own gods, which is all, it don't matter. It's anime. It's going to be awesome. So I'm that, you know what, when they drop it, what, June 17th? Like, I think um, I might have to travel up north to, to watch it with him. And then we could, I think we should review it from that room and just be like. Oh, side by side review, bro. I'm all <laughs> yeah. for it. you know what we could do we can actually have the camera going we can film our reaction as we watch the show i'm down to do that 100 percent. june 17th campaign in my trip to new Hampshire. let's get it i'm gonna (laughs) check what day that is right now or any unseen solicited place i don't know where you live (laughs) not you cool yeah june 17th is is a thursday i have every friday off so the eight that's fine we'll do it all right, so yeah, if shit, I'll probably plan for uh, that day off of work. It's probably gonna be like ninety degrees anyway. So, hell yeah, we'll do this. Hell yeah, man. All right, man. You got any final notes or final thoughts that you want to end uh, off the show with? Final notes and final thoughts. I have a recommendation for a show that is on Netflix. That I, uh, uh, it's an old game from our PlayStation days, maybe even before that. It, uh, like I haven't gotten to the origins, but it's called Dota Dragon's Blood. And, uh, so that's based off of a game, huh? 
yeah yeah every time the credits are like based on the video game and then uh, a couple of my people was just like i threw it out to them and they were like hey is that the video game from back in the day and i was like hey i don't even know about it but i'm only on episode four and damn <laughs> well i've actually i've seen all every episode i had no idea that it was based on a game i'm not a guy who watches credits or intros yeah. if you've seen our past videos you guys know i don't watch that stuff but um that's fucking awesome. I had no idea that was a Sony classic. And I, oh, now dude. I'm wondering if, if it, I I'm not sure if it's Sony, but I do know it is a video game classic. And okay. Uh, episode but one. I was, I, it's after literally, seeing the show, I'm more excited to try to play the game. I hope they yeah, remake that shit. I, that's what I said to, that's what I said to my friends. I said, I want them to, I want to play the old game. And then I want them to remake the game after this series that they just did on Netflix. Cause wow. I'm only on episode four. I'm not even finished. And I'm like, wow, dude. I was like, I would love a video game where I can play Davian. I want to be Davian after the cave. <laughs> it was damn. damn, dude. Like, yeah, Davian. What, what was what was the old dude's name who looked like who looked like Omni Man? <laughs> I don't know, I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. He was so badass. He dragged the dragon, and he goes, "Why ain't you eating your dinner?" Guess. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just chill. All right, I'll tell you the truth. That's why you're not eating your dinner. Because I chopped up your family member. <laughs> he was so dude, his his origin story, everything. I was like, bro, yes. Uh, because I didn't know who he was when they introduced him. And I was like, oh, is he gonna be a bad guy? Like I said, I'm only on episode four. So I don't know what's gonna happen with him. But it was just like he seemed pretty understanding and it was just like, oh, so you're going through some shit. Say less. I mean, any dragon shit you need. I got all the carcasses in the back room, trophy room. If you need a, a horn, maybe a, a scale. Uh, if you hurt yourself and need a band-aid, get a scale. In the back, bro, I got everything. When he was chopping, he was chopping the dragon up in front of him. He was like, I got to go take a piss later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That like, was, um, <laughs> it, and I can tell you right now, it, it only gets better. And, uh, oh, thank God. Dude, the elves? At first, I was like, are they about to have an orgy? And then they were just like, come with us and worship her. And then I was like, yeah, they're ha-. I'm like, elves, y'all nasty. <laughs> y'all, come pray with us. And I was like, y'all about to pray or y'all about to play? And I was like, oh, y'all doing both. Okay. <laughs> I was like, elves, but like, it was dope to see. Uh, I, I just got to the part where uh, the chick who looks like Cora. It's like a big core with a double-bladed freaking something. And yeah, she, yeah. What she did to those elves, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. The okay. action in this anime is really good. 100%. I'm enjoying the the mute girl. She's awesome. And she whistles, and then the chick just shoots wherever she whistles, which but is badass, they, bro. When they go, take give us all all the dudes like give us your weapons. And they're just like, yo, they're about to try to rape these girls. And then she was just like, yeah, take this, take this. And they were like, oh, well, you fucked. And she goes, well, you forgot to disarm me. And it was the mute girl who just beat the hell out of these big wrestling looking men. And I was like, yo, and she going to save a two tiger? I'm with it. I'm with it. I know I can talk about it. I don't want to say much because I've seen it all. And I don't want to spoil anything. But I know you saw when he first changed and he went to go get his armor back. And he ended up having to fight all of those people. Like that was one of my favorite scenes of the entire series. Bro, he did the Omni Man. He he did the he yeah. like skull and <laughs> I was just like, oh, Omni Man special, bro. That, that was dope because I enjoyed his uh his design after he transformed. That was really good, and I was like, 
that's what made me like let me go back and see the game and then give me a new one after this series because i want to be that davian that's crazy now you have to finish dota now you have Mm -hmm. to watch doro hidoro yeah doro hidoro the husband Anime of the House was an, and I have to watch the newest season of Castlevania. And Castlevania, you got a lot and, of anime to watch. Up. Hey, I, you know what? It's my, with my job. Memorial Day is a very busy day, and now that we're past it, yeah, like we do have a different project at work going on. But it's just like now I can not be on edge to get stuff done before. I mean, Memorial you get at least an hour lunch break when you work, right? Yeah, but it's weird now because it's not just me and my original crew. We've added more people up to us. So now it's just like, I can't just, <coughs> people people come in asking for help and I'm sitting there watching anime mad loud and I got to stop. Like, how can I help you? I'm a perfectly 30, normal 34-year-old man. <laughs> what, what can I do? Welcome to, welcome to this place. I, I shouldn't be listening to that i should be helping you well no i was but, just gonna suggest like when you get a chance on one of your lunch breaks because you can watch everything else when you're at home I'm starting, I'm, I'm way starting, the house has been at least you know you can get that out of the way during a lunch break mm-hmm. oh yeah that, i mean shit you said it's only like five episodes five episodes season. 15 minutes a piece if that you know the so intro it's, is it, is it, yeah it's damn near a movie all right word yeah it's pretty much just one movie if that's how you want to look at it and you know yeah, it's funny is like each episode is probably like three or four little episodes in it you'll see it when you watch it but it's only five episodes in total. And next week we'll talk more. You know, we didn't talk about the internals trailer or any of that stuff. We'll, we'll get into yeah. that another day. Um, yeah. But like, you know, that scares me, you know, with people like we're, we're only getting older and Marvel's just getting bigger. You know, yeah. I want to be, able, I want to be a star Wars. is just going the on bad the bad batch. batch. Oh man. And you know, we have all these other shows that are coming and they're all intertwined. Like I need to make sure I stay healthy. I'm going to the gym right after this podcast. I need to make sure I stay healthy and I'm able to grow up with my kids and watch all this shit together. Like yeah. I can't wait to just go back from the beginning. How many times I've watched or Naruto? Many times again. I've watched people who are probably 20 years older than us watching the final episode of The Mandalorian with their kids, and they're like, "Look at my dad's reaction." I was like, "I know what your dad is feeling." Right? <laughs> this is this is big. This is, yeah, this no, is, man. This is, is the way, it's, but it's, I'll end it on that. This is the way. Like it, it's only gonna get better, even if the world can freeze and deal with disease. Entertainment, anime, like it's they're doing its job, and they had to struggle with it too. Like legit. And <laughs> I will say, when the Bad Batch does come to an end, we will do a full review on the entire series of the Bad Batch because I I've loved every episode so far. It just gets they're getting better. shorter though. That they are getting the shorter. Episode. It su- it sucks because when you get that first episode and they hit you with like an hour special edition, and you're all just that like, juice yeah. too. Oh, and you still gotta watch Rebels. You still, gotta, I still gotta watch Rebels. Cool. I've seen everything but Rebels. And I per- like I said, I thought Re- like I didn't. I knew I wasn't gonna like it in the beginning. When I started, I was like, oh, this is probably one of my favorite Star Wars projects. And this I know it has a lot to do with my boy Darth Maul. So that's. I need to get into it just because if of that. If you watched all of Clone Wars, Darth Maul's there. T- yeah, Darth you want to know it's something funny? A lot of people. Everybody knows me as Afro on the show, but my real name is Paul. I'll say that. Darth My Paul. Disney Plus profile is Darth, Darth Maul, Maul, and it says Darth Paul. That's that's <laughs> that's always been my shit. I haven't changed mine for Mando yet. No, just, <laughs> that's the headline of a Disney Plus, but we won't get into that. But yeah, yeah it was yeah. great. We, we, got we had crazy two weeks off. Here. We haven't been on for a while. It's great to get back in here. We're missing our guy Johnny, but hopefully he'll be in here next time. Uh, shit. 
Final Fantasy 14. That's my last thing I'm going to say because that's where I'm going. That was my shit for years. You're just catching up. I'm happy for you, but I'm going to hit everybody with my final note. Um, This one's kind of sad, but I have to talk about it. You know, we're going to go back into anime with studio. You know, the studio, we all know who gave us the first three seasons of Attack on Titan. They also just gave us the great pretender, another great Netflix anime series that you You have to watch. Um, There's two seasons of that, by the way. Fucking amazing. That should have won anime of the year for 2020. But, you know, they gave that to Jujutsu Kaisen. But whatever. That's Which neither I here nor there. I haven't started. You, you haven't started Jujutsu Kaisen? It's because everybody's starting it ahead of me, and then everybody's telling me I need to watch it. So it's all bundled up for me in a whole season that I can just watch through. I'm, like, so but jealous have, of you right now. You have all this great stuff you can watch and enjoy. I know how to prep. And, and I can't. Prep time, I can't, baby. I, I, I just, I'm just waiting for seasons to come. New seasons. This is why I watch so many different anime at one point in time. But anyway... Wit Studio, who gave Wit us Studio. all that great anime, you know, they were overworked, they were overwhelmed, they ended up giving up the fourth season in the movie to another studio, which is MAPPA, and MAPPA did MAPPA. a great fucking job, but there's a lot of people out in the world that are very upset with Wit Studio giving up this title, and mind you, they announced it back in 2018, we're in 2021 now, um, anyway, Wit Studio has been receiving death threats through emails, phone calls, faxes, I, I didn't even know people still faxed. Um, they would <laughs> we have hand write letters. Show. Yeah, yeah. Like who, who the fuck faxes anymore? Any old people. That's <laughs> old people. Anyway, recently, um, not only have they been receiving death threats, on May 7th, they received a letter and a fax stating that um somebody was gonna show up to the studio and burn the building down with people inside. Um, they said they would do it in a week's time. A week passed and it did not happen, but, you know, the studio alerted the police and they alerted them with all those death threats, but nothing ever happened. But uh, a lot of people don't remember back in 2019, um, the Kyoto fires that happened, um, over 36 people died. Um, You had over additional 33 people who were injured and including the person who did the committed the arson as well. Um, So these these threats are serious. Um, Now, that studio, even though it was a great studio, they did a lot of work. Uh, they're not as well known as uh, Wit Studios or MAPPA, but that's neither here nor there. Once again, it's the fact that people's lives are being threatened over, yeah. you know, artwork that we all want to enjoy. We all want to watch. We all want to, you know, sit through and enjoy with our friends and family. And the fact that these people's lives, you know, they don't get paid that much for all the hard work they put into really anyway. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're getting threatened just for like being overwhelmed with work. And like, I can only imagine like how they feel. A lot of people quit their jobs at Witch Studio. And then a lot of people at MAPPA who took on the fourth season, they received a lot of death threats. They received a lot of calls. And it's just crazy that like, no matter what people do, and MAPPA did such a good job because the manga, they brought the manga to life, 100%. Not saying Witch Studio didn't do a good job because I love Attack on Titan. MAPPA did a great fucking job. There definitely was a difference, yeah. Yeah, it was. You could tell the difference, but if anything, it was true to the manga. They brought the manga to life, and I was so happy to see that. That and there was a huge time gap, so a lot of people are saying Mikasa doesn't look the same. She's not as beautiful. She grew the fuck up. Shut up. I was gonna say, I'm like, dude, they fly around and do some of the most agile gymnastic type shit to kill monsters. Did you not think Mikasa, who gets the highest death count number, was gonna get spoiled? Like, I'm exactly. sorry. You didn't think Mikasa <laughs> was going to look like Abby from The Last of Us 2? Like, if you didn't, you're dumb. I'm sorry. She had the most kills. She was the closest thing to a Titan killing machine than Levy. On top of that, spoiler, they're Ackermans, bro. This is what they live for. 
So don't get mad if like, dude, even you're telling me you get mad that Mikasa got swole, but an Armin can grow two or three feet? Like, shut up. Like people grow and they were kids. They were teenagers when they were doing all of this shit. So if you have a problem with the artwork design, I'm sorry. I, there needs to be growth. There needed to be something different. And they did it. And not only that, most of them characters have grown in their minds, especially Aaron. So it's just like, you have to see, I don't know. I, I, I personally think like it, it really looks like the manga. It's awesome. But there's also those rumors of, I don't know. Like I, I'm enjoying Mappa's work, but I've seen rumors of employees from Mappa not happy how they treat being treated by. Oh, it's employees. one of the reasons which studio gave up the show. You know, you know exactly. the, the, the people you never who think request about, the animation, like, they put them on a time crunch and they expect so much done in so little time. And then once again, they're not getting paid that much money. Um, even just working on this podcast, you know, my girl's the one who does all the editing and like just the little edits from like just a recorded video. It's so much time and effort. And mind you, these guys are drawing these illustrations, whether it's hand or, or computer, like the the amount of detail, every hair flick or every movement or every lip movement, like, like people, I don't think people understand. They don't understand how crazy it is to put an episode together, but or legit how much money it costs to put together just one episode. Like it is so expensive to put together an anime. That's why it's so important that people buy the merchandise and support their favorite shows, their favorite manga. That way people can get it. It blows my mind when people are like, well, why haven't we seen a a second season of this show or this show? Like you you didn't buy the manga. You didn't buy the merchandise. You didn't put in money or effort. You're fucking stealing everything. Like support these people because they don't even get paid well as it is. Uh, nothing a lot of people fuck with kids anime but i was just like i never was not to i'm not discrediting anybody but i was always one to pay for subscription especially when crunchyroll finally came out and i was just like word then you saw all these other uh funimation which was always around but like they didn't really get their funimation was never that big from i've been a crunchyroll subscriber shout out crunchyroll by the way we're trying to get them as a sponsor yeah help us out crunchyroll we would love to have you um (laughs) I've always been a Crunchyroll subscriber. I want to say since always. they first started, um, when oh, they yeah. first came out, and uh, I, I'm happy to see how they grow. They're actually their new website is actually about to take effect the same day um, Ragnarok's uh, record of Ragnarok comes out. Um, it's only for U.S. subscribers day. anyway. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, they they've been doing big things, and most of the the figures you see behind me, I've ordered a lot of stuff from Crunchyroll store because they carry pretty much everything. I also order a lot of stuff from overseas, but. Due to the pandemic, a lot of stuff closed down. So those same stores yeah. I ordered from. So now Crunchyroll is even bigger for me because I, I have to go through them because there's so many places I can't go to anymore. But um, but yeah, man, leave the fucking studios alone. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Don't burn them down. Don't burn them down. Don't threaten them. They already have design. enough stress as it is. They don't need exactly. fans attacking them or anything. They also had to go through the pandemic as well. Like You don't know what people, other people are dealing with in life, but for you to go burn a job down, that'll affect those people and their families. It's reckless. It's so stupid. It's, it's ridiculous, it's especially after what happened with Kyoto. Like You're going to do try to do it again. Um, the woman was caught. She was arrested a few days ago. Um, they believe she has some form of men- mental illness, but once again, it's not just her. There are, are thousands of other death threats online and to the actual studio. So it just needs to stop. That that's my only comment on it. Leave him the fuck alone. Grow up. Big facts. 
the, like and once again it's an anime in a manga like it's not that deep like we all you know i i put a lot of money and effort into to, to what i love this is one of my favorite hobbies but like i would never threaten the fucking oda if he kills off luffy in next in next week's chapter you know like i'm gonna want to see where he came up with that idea and how it plays out you know i'm not, that's just how it is i respect their work respect their fucking work exactly <laughs> you got anything to add on that man hey man big vibes and be safe out there the world's opening back up let's hope we don't fall back into the dark times all right man i look forward to doing the next week's review video with you i hope you catch up on those shows will do be safe my friend all right man be easy peace peace <laughs>